this is, I mean, it's not often we, we do a topical episode. And it is kind of the season of Britney here. It at is. It is. It is. It is. It's the season of Britney from coast to coast all around the world. Really? It's the summer of Britney. Um, so much is happening. Uh, the, the people, the women who, who basically created the free Britney movement are friends of ours, uh, Tess Barker and Babs Gray, former, uh, guest Babs Gray, former guest Babs Gray is about to become future guest Babs Gray. She is here to talk about what's going on and about their new podcast, Toxic, which is all about uh, the Britney Spears story and the conservatorship and and all of that, which has got to be bananas because the situation is changing minute to minute. And once again, uh, renowned Britney Spears expert Dave Holmes will be uh, making an appearance in their podcast. So yet another reason to check out Toxic. I will be, yes, making. I do make an appearance in episode two, setting the stage. I'm getting a lot of interview requests now that the, the Britney thing is heating up, and I'm saying no to almost all of them. It does, but there does become a point. I, Babs and Tess should absolutely do all the interviews. They've done so much work around it. They they know so much about what's going on. Um, I don't. I just I have you know MTV from twenty years ago to talk about, and I don't want to be capitalizing on somebody else's misfortune. So I'm probably going to be continuing to say no. Because it just seems it gets ghoulish after a while, don't you think? I I, I you could never be ghoulish eh, if you tried. No. Um, I actually would like for you to try. Now that I think about it, that is sort of fun to imagine no. you no. taking a sudden dark turn into ghoulishness. No. But uh, no, I mean, I, I, and I think that, like as Bab says in this interview, that they they really were the right people for the, they were sort of the right place, right time, yeah. and they were the right people for this particular role where they have become real mouthpieces of this gigantic movement. I could not agree more, and I'm I'm so glad that it's them who are. Uh, who are at the center of it? They, they, as you said, they are the the perfect people. They're funny. They they love her, but they understand her. It's 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 crazy to watch, but I'm glad it's them. And they're responsible people who can handle the attention, which is good. Yes. Um. What are you watching? What What's your must this week, Matt McConkey? Yeah, we're gonna do a weekly must. Our friend Drew Tapon is demanding it. Yeah. And we'll do anything for him. Yes. And uh, if I had him, I mean, this is old news. My must this week is the White Lotus. It it's, continues uh, it's to be incredible. Sunday night joy. Yeah. Truly uh, perfect. It's, it's just so, so good. Uh, the mounting doom is really grabbing me. Um, I, okay. Um, last Thursday. Did I tell you about the box last Thursday? The box? The box. Okay. So... I, I cannot say that I am friends with John Mayer. I'm not. But, like, we knew each other ages ago um, before his first album came out. We were, like, I had gotten an advance, and I loved it, and I sent an email, and we were, like, sort of pen pals for a while, and we bump into each other every few years and whatever. But he sent, and probably more because I write for a magazine than because he likes me as a person, but he sent to several people, kind of a weird assortment of people, this box that was... A um, like a perfect replica of an '80s Sony speaker component box, like what you would oh. get a CD player in, basically. And uh, and but like but the the serial number was Sob Rock. Um, just all of the all of the the typeface, the graphic design was exactly perfect. It contained um, you know a sweatshirt and a, and a candle, a diptyque candle, um, mm. and and a turntable. 
like a personal oh. turntable, which is on the side of my desk here, and the vinyl of Sob Rock. And I'm not just saying this because I got the box, and I'm not just saying this to brag that I got the box, but I really like the new John Mayer album, Sob Rock, a lot. And there is um, another way in which we treat men dif- differently than we do women in this pop culture world. There are so many allusions to relationships that I feel like there is a specific person that a lot of the songs are written about. And were it Taylor Swift, there would be, you know, mountains of speculation. But this is kind of coming and going. Do you, I mean, do you think it is your, oh, I, your, your dear Jennifer Aniston? I think about that all the time because I have also been enjoying uh, Sob Rock quite a bit. And I listen to it when I walk Lincoln. And there are moments where I do feel flashes of Jen. Okay. But where I also that? feel that that. Well, I oh, I guess it's the uh, the new new light the new light yeah, song. Yeah. Do, I, you know, does feel? I mean, it's as you know that that is a song in which he is asking uh, an ex to give him another shot. Uh-huh. And I know they're still friendly, and who who wouldn't want another shot with Jen? Yeah. But I I would like to think that more of these songs are about Jessica Simpson, especially given that he did not treat her so well. Mm. Katy Perry not in contention? I did not even know they were together. They were together. Yeah. Hmm. They were together. I don't think she's... I'm not getting any Katy Perry vibes. Okay. Not picking up on that. Uh, Key track from the album? That's the one for me. The the, The the, New Light. uh, uh, New Light, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, that is great. How about you? Um, I think I like Wild Blue. Um, oh, yeah, unexpected. I like that one a lot. Um, I do, you know, it's it's not John Mayer if he doesn't like get too clever for his own good at least once. Why you no love me really could have been just why don't you love me? It's the yeah, same number of syllables. I wrinkled my nose a little bit. Yeah, that title. Yeah, but I did I, that. But that wild blue, I did uh, that. I did have a flash of Jen there because of the the. Um, iconic blue eyes. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. All right. Well, we will certainly have to continue analyzing. We'll start our own investigative podcast about it soon enough. Um, (laughs) But in the meantime, let us make way for the great Babs Gray to talk about developments in the world of Britney. Matt, women have been talking about their bodies for years. That's true. And you know what? My question is, why don't men talk about our bodies the same way? The hairy shoulders, the narrow calves like I have, the biceps they secretly love. Oh, well, guess what? Matt, there's a new show that I want you to check out. It's called Manatomy, where men talk openly, frankly, and hilariously about their own bodies. Each week, comedian Danny Wallace, he wrote the book Yes Man, where he said yes to everything for a year. Um, he also said yes to turning it into a movie with John Car- Jim Carrey. Not that great. John Carrey, presidential nominee, not in that film. No. Jim Carrey was. Either way, not great. Also, magazine... Wouldn't mind seeing the John Kerry version. Sorry to No, definitely, just, definitely. That's, uh, yes. worth, worth marinating on that. No, idea. yeah. I think, I think that would have been a, a better way to go. But anyway, Danny Wallace and magazine veteran Phil Hilton welcome stand-ups, athletes, writers, big men, small men, men who exercise, men who do not. 
Uh, it is awkward. It is intimate. It's funny. It's weird. It's totally unlike anything else. It's not a health guide, Matt. It's not self-improvement. It is a no-judgments zone. That's right. It's the story of a life told through the body that has lived it. So check out Manatomy because new episodes are available every week on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get yours. Well, we are here. I mean, what a time to get a Babs Gray, Matt. I mean, I mean the Babs is back. Babs is back. She is uh, she is bringing you Toxic, the Britney Spears podcast that it could not be timelier. Um, th- this is her moment. Babs Gray is the moment. Wow. Babs Gray is here. Hello, Babs. Wow. Hi. How are you? I'm very tired. I bet. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Can, can you walk bet. us through, like, ju- just to give us, like, a taste of the, like, storm that you're at the center of right now? Like, what was today? What went on? We're recording this at 5 p.m. So what, so what went on today? So July 20th. July 20th. So basically, we're still producing Toxic. So episode four came out today. We're still in the middle of making the last few episodes. So I got up at 9 a.m. Did We did a serious... Uh, interview and then we did a toxic table read for episode nine and then i went to my other job for half an hour where i'm pretending that i'm still doing a good job um and then (laughs) we did another interview and then i had therapy thank god and then we discussed again uh changes to episode seven and then we also were trying to tweet about the bill that's apparently you know, going through Congress that's about free Britney at the same time. I'm trying to read about that because I'm like haven't had time to. So that's also happening at the same time. And um, yeah, so it's a lot. So you are you are producing and releasing a and by the way, excellent podcast about the Britney Spears story about the the conservatorship about you know just the complexities of all of it as the situation remains fluid. And uh, just to add, you you yeah. are also part of the story. That's yeah. kind of the most fascinating uh, aspect of it is that like la- last time we had you on, it was in the sort of like nascent days of of Britney's Graham, you know, and it was it was early and it was sort of it, it was still fun and sort of lighthearted and. Um, you know, and then all hell broke loose. Yeah, I don't remember exactly when I was. What was what? When was I on last? Do you guys know? I don't know. I don't know. It's it was. It's been I, a few I think years. that you had started it. I feel like you had started um, that podcast pretty recently. When you okay, were yeah. So yeah, Britney's Graham right? started out yeah as a comedy podcast and then morphed into like kind of an investigative thing. Um, when my co-host Tess Barker started like looking more into the conservatorship and all that stuff, and then. Um, yeah, we got this voicemail from the paralegal and, you know, it was like a whistleblower thing. And then we released that episode that was Free Britney. And that was April 2019. And then it's just been a crazy snowball since then. And Framing Britney Spears came out. And then, yeah, we once we got that voicemail, we were like, all right, we're getting all this information. We're getting leads. We're getting stuff. We need like resources. We need legal help to, you know, do do something with this. So that's when we kind of started looking for people to to make this new podcast with and to tell it correctly and because it's such a confusing you know story 
So anyway, that's when we started thinking about toxic and all that stuff, and that's how that got started. But uh, yeah, it's been a lot of years of work, and then we were not expecting Brittany. We didn't know in the middle of this that Brit, you know, we were like, oh my God, she, she's speaking. That was like not something we knew was going to happen at all. So that was also unexpected. Yeah. So now um, there, it looks like there will be some sort of change. There's been a change with her legal representation. There. Are, is potentially a change with the conservatorship. But now she's being very outspoken in her Instagram captions. Mm-hmm. What's your take on that? You know, it's interesting. Her Instagram has been such a place of like controversy because yeah. it's been reported that, you know, um, Ronan Farrow's piece uh, on it said that weekly people meet on her team to decide like what gets through gets posted so that she doesn't have access that it's someone else you know which is something we've heard before so there's the first level of like is this her posting which you wonder about but i do think a lot of it seems like it could is her lately you know i don't know why someone else would be posting stuff they're posting so i'm gonna just take it at that value and say it's her and it's like i mean it's amazing it seems like you know she kind of the lid is off and she's just finally able to like express herself it's pretty incredible and she seems you know like she's going through all the emotions that i and not like i have any idea what she's been through but you know anger and just like kind of frustration and all the things that you think she might be experiencing it's uh, it's a strange one because she as you said she couldn't uh post her own Instagram content. So there hasn't been a change in her conservatorship. So you have to wonder, like, how, how it is that she's writing what she's writing, if she's writing it. Yeah, we, it's, that's, like, still the mystery. And everyone, like, just wants her to go live and tell people what's going on. Even, you know, there was another hearing, uh, I think, yesterday in the case that was not, didn't have as much attention, but... um you know, her her new lawyer was there and someone asked her, like, does Britney post on her own Instagram? He, like, ran away, basically. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know the answer to that and, like, if it's actually her posting or not. Someone theorized that, you know, the woman who runs it doesn't work on the weekdays, so if you check it out on the weekends, it's actually Britney. I I don't know what I don't know what the answer is there, but oh, I don't know why this other person would be doing things like calling out her her sister, calling out other people. It seems like it would be a weird choice, so... Yeah, I mean, it was it was news to me. I guess not not news to people who are who are really following every beat, but that the general understanding is that Jamie Lynn is, you know, no bueno in in the Britney camp. But I don't. But I can't quite get a read on how we we collectively feel about Lynn, her mom. Yeah, I think. Where are I you think with like that? her I think all of her family it's complicated because you know I think a lot of fans are frustrated that people didn't step in earlier and stuff like that and try and help more um and I think unfortunately Jamie Spears is a kind of a manipulative man and you know has has an abusive past so I could see Lynn kind of being still even though they've been divorced for a long time I think still being under his influence a bit so um I can't you know imagine what she's gone through as being Britney's mom and kind of having that guy in her life um so I think I do think a lot of her decisions were influenced by kind of his manipulation and stuff like that so I do know you know she has been trying to help lately and um and I think yeah she's stepping in when she can now um, so talk to me about your your 
like pivot in this because um, when you know when you started Britney's Graham, I mean you're a comedian and it was you were coming at it as a a, a fan of Britney, but it was also coming from it was in the spirit of sort of fun and comedy and that some of this really just happened to you you know it was all sort of like by by happenstance and that you have had to make a true pivot into like journalism you know that you have been you've been you're like a leading voice in this movement now i and i can't imagine what that feels like and what i, I mean i'm sure it's a thing that you have to talk about in therapy but it just seems like a lot to take on it's so much it's so surreal i mean you know in a million years if i had ever told my teenage self that this would be happening because you think like, sure, maybe I'll get to like take a selfie with one of my idols one day, but that we're like helping try to break her out of a conservatorship. You know, I didn't a know what a conservatorship was, but um, yeah, yeah, we started Britney's Graham as a comedy thing. Like it was legitimately, we were like, you know, I part of my comedy that I love is I just love following through on really stupid ideas. I think it's like a really fun thing to do. And when you follow that thread, I think that's like the most genuine way to like be funny you know and so we were like oh we have a text thread about britney's instagram posts let's just do it on a podcast because there's too many podcasts and we were like we'll just do a super niche one and that was the idea and then tess has a little bit of journalism background so when she started digging in there i think that's like what was helping drive her and inform her on how to do it but i had zero experience you know nothing and since then yeah i you know i learned how to talk to sources learned how to like I mean, getting people to come on mic has been so difficult. Thank, by the way, thank you, Dave, for doing the show. You were amazing, and sure, your episode sure, was awesome. Of um, cool, thanks. But like getting people, like you know, in Britney's like world to come on mic, so difficult. And you know, it took us a year to get one source to come on mic, and then we end up finding out she might not have been telling us the truth as far as how much she, you know, it's been so wild. But um, yeah, I learned how to learn. How, had to learn how to become a journalist, and I actually discovered I really love it. And I was like, this might open up a door for me that I never would have expected because I was just like a thousand percent comedy before this so I don't know what that means as far as what's next but um it has been really interesting and you know why we wanted to make toxic was because Britney's Graham was just us in Tess's garage and we wanted something very legit you know our fact checkers from the New Yorker like we've got like very legit journalists that we're working with because we wanted people to take it seriously and when we decided to do that, it was still looked at as a conspiracy theory. So we wanted to make sure it was, you know, treated with like uh, a level of, uh, you know, whatever seriousness or journalism that um, yeah. would be respected. So I think at its core is, you know, it's a movement that's driven by like women and queer people, you know, and, and marginalized people. And it was laughed at and not taken seriously. And, um, the way that, that that tide has turned has been just really satisfying. And yeah, I think that's that has been like a bit the cross that Brittany has had to bear. You know, she's a attractive young blonde woman who, you know, is is sexual and, and all the things that society likes to pretend doesn't have any, you know, value or have a, a place to stand as far as like having a something to say. So um, I think that yeah it's been very validating and amazing to just see people like come around to realize that yeah this is unfortunately true and yeah. a very dark truth and you know all, while all of this is going on and while the 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 you know 
these very serious things are being worked through. Brittany's Graham is still pretty goofy about half the time. She's still yeah. twirling around and around with eye makeup that looks like she has has been crying or just applied it very quickly. It's still it's still a bewildering feed, even with all the rest of it. It's still the most mysterious yeah place on the internet i don't and that's and that's where the conspiracy stuff comes in because people are like well this is an old video you you know you can't put get anything past like britney fans so they post it and immediately they're like this video is from september 2020 you know whatever and um that's where you do start to be like who is posting this because like are they are they trying to make her look off you know like what's going on but yeah, I don't I don't know. It's a it's still a mystery to me and I don't know what the answer is there and I don't know. I think like we'll only get it I guess if she gets out and then we truly know it's just her posting. Yeah. 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 Well what uh, and and one of her great posts uh recently was a a picture of her son Sean's art that was it Sean's I think art it was, that was yeah. uh, like on a graffiti wall and you all had posted it on your Britney's Graham account a long time ago. She, however, she found it. She found it, tagged Britney's Graham as in you, as in your podcast, um, and then you know uh, all the fans went crazy there. So, what happens when you are you know tagged by the Queen? That was so <laughs> like that was such a crazy moment. Because it was the day before Toxic launched. And we were like, what is going on? We're like, does she know? Is she trying to like say hello or thank you or something? And it was just such a way, if it was some message from her, it was so bizarre because it was like a post from two years ago that we'd posted of her son's art. So yeah, we just like freaked out. And we're like, what's going on? Is this her? You know, um, it was very surreal. And yeah, I, I would like to just hope that it was just her like, giving a wink to us somehow without like fully doing it. But then she posted free Britney like pretty soon after that. So it was like, then it was fully on. Yeah. Yeah. Insanity. It's this whole thing. I mean, it's, it's an actual human being's life and, and it speaks to so many, like so much of the rot in our society, um, as to, you know, how we, how we, uh, deal with how how we speak to women and how we how we deal with powerful women um and then at the same time it's it's her in a video talking about how she burned her gym down unfortunately and it's it's like it combines like it's serious and and there is a a person at the at the center of it who is real and has feelings and who you care about and yet at the same time it is also often hilarious mhm which I, I don't, it's just, it's, it's emotions I'm having at the same time that I'm not used to having at the same time. Yeah. I think, you know, I mean, I think a lot of it is her and her just like being quirky. And I think yeah. a, a way that like, you know, people, it's like, that's kind of her only outlet. So I, I don't know. I just, I, it's either like the most concentrated version of her maybe is what it is. That's yeah. why it comes off. So, yeah. So odd sometimes. Yeah, it contains multitudes. Um, so this is this is a big year for uh, for very good, very thoughtful Britney Spears podcasts. There is Toxic, and there is Unread. 
Um, have you listened to Unread? No. Oh, no, I haven't listened to it yet, but I know about it. Yes. Okay. Do you, do you know anything about the Alice at the heart of it? No. Okay. Uh, sorry if you can hear the dog. Um, there is a uh, a person who would post to, I think, it was it a Reddit group or something there, there was some sort Just of like various britney fan forums fa- yeah fan forums there was a uh a fan named alice who sounds exactly like britney spears um, exactly yeah and and there's much speculation as to whether this alice is actually britney spears do you know okay. anything about now i've heard now yes i remember hearing about about this alice yeah that that was like perhaps britney's pseudonym or whatever yeah do you what do you believe what does your gut tell you when sorry i don't know when was the time period that they think it was her posting um in the last couple of years like in the last year i think so she Uh, was leaving messages with her voice yeah it was like a voice chat forum where Mm. people would just sort of call in and talk to each other instead of instead of chatting i see okay so there are recordings of of just fans talking to each other it's mostly gay guys and there's a woman on there and everyone is dancing around it and trying to engage with her but you can tell that they're all ecstatic because they think that they're talking to her interesting but she says she's not her what was that what was that sorry she sa- but she says that she's not her. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Do you think she would so, lurk? I think she would lurk. Yeah. I think. Um, I think like she's definitely. You know, we we've heard a lot of stories about like she gets cell phones taken away and this and that. But I know that she has like, I think, found ways to get access to the internet or like communicate in certain ways. So I I need to like. I'm I'm sad I'm not like more read up on this, so I can't give a better opinion on it. Um, but I could see her, you know, lurking online and kind of getting it out there. I mean, I don't know why she would post those things because she, you know, her fans obviously know her voice very well. So I don't know why she'd try to pretend it's not her. But yeah. I will say it is a it is more of a vintage Britney voice than right. it is a a an Instagram videos Britney voice yeah you know it is I mean her voice definitely yeah has it's gotten a little like higher and stuff but then I don't know it's it's odd because other times she'll speak and it sounds like the old Britney so sometimes she's she affects that kind of higher register that sounds a little bit more like little girl or whatever um I want to bring up something a little unpleasant what is your take on Matt Gates showing up at the fucking free Britney rally oh god I mean, I, it sucks. Like, I just, I have no faith that he's actually here for a good reason. You know, I can't have no. any faith in this kind of man. So, I, I you know, we jokingly are kind of like, well, Free Britney's a bipartisan issue. And it is bringing together odd, you know, both Elizabeth Warren and Ted Cruz are talking yeah. about it. So you're kind of like, okay, I guess I'm glad there's at least one thing everyone agrees on. But... I have zero faith that that he actually is here to like help Britney and that he's not just using it for publicity or something. There's just I can't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's you you can't read anything but nefariousness out of anything he says or does. No, I he's just disgusting and you know, obviously I'm grateful for attention on the issue, but I think there's plenty of attention on it without having someone like him involved. 
Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> so, I so, mean, it's fair to say you never intended to be this deep in. <laughs> very fair. Very fair to say. Yeah. I feel like I've definitely... Hopefully I'll get these years back a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's been, um, yeah, never in a million years did I ever expect to be here. And when people ask us, like, how do you feel, you know, because your podcast helped get this started. And it's just, yeah, it's nothing but surreal. I don't know. I don't know if it'll ever hit me. I mean, I think, like, you know, listening to her speak that day was the same feeling, just very overwhelming, very surreal. And I didn't process that until I listened to Toxic, the first episode, when I heard mm -hmm. us talking about it, processing it, and then I was like, oh my God, and I started crying, and you know, it really hit me. So maybe once I actually listen back to the podcast, <laughs> I'll, I'll process it or something, but for now, I'm just kind of like full speed ahead, like trying to get through day by day, <laughs> you know? What kind of stuff, like at the end of a, of a, of a, of a Britney-packed day, what are you like watching or listening to or or what what sort of like non-Britney content are you you taking in to sort of cleanse I'm it just kind of watching bad reality, you know, like I realize that for some reason that really soothes me. And like, I think because me and my my partner watch it together, we just like take it in and, you know, it's like some dumb problem about I've been watching Below Deck. Um, mm -hmm. So it's just like mm -hmm. a dumb problem that has nothing to do with probate court or conservatorship. it's like a chef made sushi the wrong way and it's just like for some reason it feels good so yeah <laughs> yeah that's we can all agree the people who charter yachts are villains yes and they're easy they put them in one little watch and thing for at. me to hate and um, yeah. i enjoy that so, I love it. So yeah, that's kind of my wind wind down usually. Uh, you mentioned your partner, which when we had you on however many years ago, uh, there was not a partner in the picture. I don't think so. How how did you meet? No, it's yeah, it's a it's a man. I met him on OK Cupid, and um, yeah, he moved in at the beginning of the pandemic, and we didn't hate each other. So great. <laughs> now, how long had it been? At the beginning it, of the pandemic. It had been a year, so it was like not, you know. That's solid. Yeah, it was like, thank God, because if it had been, you know, two months, you're like, Ugh, what do we do? So I think yeah. like we were at a good point um, yeah. and everything. So, yeah, that's that's where that is. I am, you know, I, I made this. I'm so sorry. I'm going to tell you guys a joke I wrote, but I've realized Please. that I am pansexual. Um, and I think, you know, we're called pansexual because we always have someone on the back burner. Um, okay, <laughs> there we go. Hey, hey, <laughs> ding, there ding, it is. There it oh, is. She's still got it. <laughs> she might be. Uh, she might be doing hard journalism, but there's a reason. Yeah. she's she still got that edge. Just a little slice yes. of what you might experience if you come out <laughs> to me. But that's what's weird too is you know comedy's just been kind of gone, and like it's yeah. slowly yeah. coming back. But I've been doing a few shows, but I haven't really done anything since this exploded to this level and I'm like I hope people aren't coming out and expecting me to like talk about this because I'm definitely you know I don't have a lot of jokes involving uh Britney's conservatorship so we'll see how that goes so do you, you think you're when you're back out there it'll be a mix of just regular life stuff and some some conservatorship I will material. I think like I'll talk about it in some way because I've always just talked about my life on stage, you know, so it's like, how do you not talk about something like this? But 
It's also weird because it's so convoluted. You don't know where the audience is coming to from information wise, you know, so I'm also not going to get up there and assume like, hey, you guys know me from this. You know, they might have no idea. Um, so I don't know. I got to work it all out, but I'm sure I, I also. Yeah, I mean, Jamie Spears has also stolen the ability for me to write new material for two years. So I don't know what that's going to look like. You can't avoid it. I mean, yeah. in, in whatever form you do it, you can't you can't avoid it. Yeah. yeah. But listen, this last year and a half, if this hadn't happened, who knows what other kind of nightmare it would have been? You know, we've all been stuck. You've had like, you know, a cause. Very true. I actually um I think it. Yeah, we've had something to like really concentrate and work on. And if I was ever going to take a break from comedy, you know, this was the time when I actually have other stuff to do. So. Um, yeah. No, I, I think like it, yeah, it worked out, you know, <laughs> that whole pandemic thing. I don't know. It worked out at least for us to have, to be busy for sure. I'm, I'm super grateful for that. Yeah. Are you starting to get back up on stage? Yeah, it's happening. You know, it's like shows are just kind of slowly working their way back into being around. And, uh, I've, I'm book, you know, I'm booking a new show. It's like I have a show book that I just barely finished getting together. And I'm like, what am I even doing? I have no material. But I'm trying to just get up on stage and trust myself and like have fun. Because I think at this point, everyone's just excited to like be at a thing and we're all in it. It's still like a collective feeling of like, oh, we're all going through this together. So I'm just going to try not to put too much pressure on myself, you know. Yeah. Um, Are you do you find you're more nervous or less nervous than you were before? less nervous for sure i have way more confidence in my abilities because i've just been doing it for over a decade and so it's like i know that not only i mean i'm gonna be doing it for the rest of my life i have absolutely no doubt so like even taking a year off i'm like okay i still know i'm funny and i've done things and i'm like all right yeah i'm still good at this so it's fine i'll be okay um but yeah i I don't i don't doubt my my abilities (laughs) abilities <laughs> i think that it is it, like it, i don't know in a weird way helpful that you're that you are who you are you know in terms of how you can be effective in this movement not not i mean because you you are you know making entertaining content that is is funny when when appropriate but i don't know i think it also lends like a certain <laughs> like cool credibility to it that there is this comedian that people know and love who has really like thrown herself into it. I do think, yeah, that we were like, I think that we definitely were the people to make this certain thing that we're making because I think it was important that Britney fans made it because we really wanted a lot of it to be like a love letter to the person that everyone, you know, her fans love. And I don't think you're going to get that from just like a cut and dry documentary or something. Um, So, yeah, I think there's a lot of factors that made for some reason or another it come to us and us be like good people to to make this. Yeah. So the finding Britney Spears, framing Britney Spears, rather documentary nominated for an Emmy. Um, What are you going to wear to the ceremony? (laughs) I'm going to match whatever you're wearing. Okay, great. Terrific. <laughs> we'll talk color schemes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Uh, I'll pull up yeah. my old prom dress. No, I don't. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm so proud of them. I mean, that I feel like was right? a huge moment for the movement to really legitimize everything. And, um, you know, 
I love the the filmmakers involved and the journalists. So I'm really proud of them for for getting that. When does it, when did the Emmys actually happen? I think September. Okay. Usually September, right? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> were you stunned at how many people saw that documentary? I I literally got phone calls from everyone I've ever yes met in my entire life. You no, know, uh, yeah, my like childhood best friend called me out of nowhere and like people from exactly like every period of my life were contacting me. I did not. We knew it was like we were hoping it would make somewhat of a splash, but we had no idea it was be- going to become that big at all. Yeah. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Yeah. And globally. I think like Insane. Yeah, people it, it, I guess it makes sense because, you know, people are nostalgic for that era. They kind of know, uh, they've heard a little bit about what's going on with her, but they don't know the facts. And everybody obviously loves like a documentary that combines like all of those things. So it does make sense. But it was, I was not expecting that at all. And yeah, all of a sudden we were thrown into the limelight in a way we weren't expecting. We were doing international interviews and just all these people and you know, in like a tiny, tiny percentage feeling I, the way, you know, Brittany might feel when the million people are trying to get something from you. I'd never experienced that before. That's right. been hard because I'm not used to saying no. So it's like pe- uh, reporters are really aggressive and you have to respect your time and mental health and say no sometimes. And it's very hard. And so you got podcasts coming at you that you've already been on yes. saying, can you please talk to us today? Yeah. You know? well, it's an emergency. To, I wanted to hang out with you guys. So that makes a big difference. But um, okay, good. Yeah, good. it's uh, it's just a. Uh, I guess it's just shown me that I'm like, oh, OK, I guess I can handle this. You know, it's it's scary. And I think you feel kind of exposed in a weird way. You're not like used to um, when this many people are paying attention to you or talking about something that you're doing. So it's just shown me that I can handle it, even though it's been really hard sometimes and very anxiety inducing, you know, especially when there's just random people who are think mad at you or think you're a bad person, even though you're like, I'm okay. What did I do? Trying to deal with that stuff is very difficult, but um, it has been like, okay, well you can get through this. So just keep going and you'll, you know, be able to make jokes again at some point. (laughs) Have you have you gotten the um just call in your cell phone from CNN? Oh yeah. Same. Yeah, I got one last week. I don't know how CNN has I bet it was the same guy. He was very aggressive. This this was uh this was a female. Oh, okay. Um but yeah. There was Crazy. there was someone this guy from CNN emailed. He somehow did one of those like searches where you find someone's old emails. He emailed all my old emails, my AOL email, my pa- both of my parents' personal emails. Ooh. And like and I was like your parents. Yes. And I was like get away. This is like gross. So that really I was like I'm not doing this. I don't care. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, don't, I don't like that one bit. I like I got it was actually a text and then a call. And I was on the phone with my editor. I was like, how does CNN have my number? And he was like, they have everyone's number, which I don't also don't love. <laughs> no. And I guess I say that as someone who's also been uh, pursuing sources. But, you know, I have I do have a limit and I'm not going to, like, find your grandma's email or whatever. No, no, thank you. No, thank you. All right. Well, listen, Babs, I will see you um, surely at the uh, the FX HBO uh, whatever it is of course a- Emmy's party. Yeah. Um, if we're not invited, we're we're getting in somehow. Oh yeah, well I'm crashing for sure. I'm done. I'll go in through the kitchen. I'm not afraid. <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time. Yeah. Thank you guys. Um, it's great to see you. 
Everybody, Toxic is an amazing, informative podcast. It is such good work. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, there's 10 episodes. Episode four is out now. So five next week is when we really cover when she gets into the conservatorship that weekend. And it's that one's it's a big one. So. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Buckle up. Babs, thank you so much. Thank you for everything you're doing. Uh, It's it's so, so great. Oh, of course. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. 